stocks, bonds, ETFs, straight out of downtown Chicago. This is Zach's Market Edge. Welcome to Zach's Market Edge, the podcast about investing in your life. I'm your host, Tracy Reinick, and this week I'm joined in the studio by Dave Bartosiak, Zach's Momentum and Surprise Trader Editor, and we're going to talk about one of our favorite topics. I always have Dave on for this episode, and it is, of course, the pot stocks. How can you invest in the growing marijuana industry, or can you? I'm happy to say, Dave, since we've been doing this, this is our third pot stock podcast, I think now. Maybe even fourth. It might be. Is it the fourth? Maybe. Could it's be. at least the third. And there are now more and intriguing ways to invest in this industry, even though it's not really legal. This uh, <laughs> this budding industry. Right. Oh, yes. Um, so let's get right to it because there is a lot to cover this time. And I wanted to start with a couple of the um, beverage companies. We talked about Constellation Brands last time because they had made an announcement in the fall that they were taking a, a $200 million stake in a Canadian cannabis company called Canopy Growth. And everyone kind of went like, oh, that's, you know, it's little nuts. It's kind of crazy. I mean, $200 million for a big market cap like Constellation Brands, which is ticker STZ, is not very much, but it was the first kind of play by a food or beverage company into this industry. And since then, they actually, in their second quarter earnings report, gave an update on how that investment is doing. Now, they haven't actually launched any beverages yet because it's not legal yet in Canada until 2019. So they're in the R&D phase of figuring out with Canopy Growth what they're going to be doing. Right. But that investment, because Canopy Growth stock is so crazy, I'm presuming, that $200 million investment they said on in July um, during their second quarter earnings report is now worth about $700 million. Nice. So that's not a bad for doing almost nothing. I'd like to know the how they're doing the R&D. I don't know. Right? Testing. You have to do it. Do you, do you want to volunteer to be a tester? No, or? I'm good. <laughs> I'll do the beer part. Um, but the uh, I'm well, we don't know if they're going to just put it in the beer, right? It could be in. It's going to be many some kind of spirits. yeah, like cannabis infused spirit. Yeah. I mean, who knows, right? They're really just know. at the tip of the iceberg. There, they don't know what they're going to do. They're going to have to experiment. They're going to see what people like. They're creating something new yeah. altogether. It could just be terrible, and people, you know, won't like it at all. Or it could be fantastic, and it's what everybody's going to be drinking. Yeah. Now, I was reading that um, the marijuana market is about half the size of the beer market, apparently, for right now. In Canada or just globally? I think globally. Okay. Um, but that's still a huge, a huge opportunity market. for these companies. So. Uh, their comp one of their competitors, Molson Coors, recently announced, and that tip ticker is TAP, T-A-P, for those who are interested, that they too are going to be looking into these kind of beverages, and they're going to be doing it through their Canadian division. So they said that they are entering into a joint venture with, I got to read the name here because it's a little long, Hydropothecary Corporation, and that the ticker for that one is H-E-X-O up in Canada. That's on the okay. Toronto Exchange. And these are non-alcoholic cannabis-infused beverages for the Canadian market, obviously. Okay. They're going to have 57.5% controlling interest in the joint vent venture with HEXO having the remaining. So this is also in the R&D phase, but this is non-alcoholic. Well, where else are you going to get growth in that business? 
you got to roll the dice on something with and, marijuana and then, or no, with, with the, with the with beer the business. Beer. Yeah. Uh huh. Sure. Um, you had the huge consolidation. You yeah. Know, when, um, I just, I can't Well, you have the craft beer phenomenon and a lot of them are in that now, but that seems to be, have run somewhat its course here. There's a lot of craft brewers. It's ridiculous. Uh, I, you know, it is fun though to go to like, uh, we have a place down in Fort Lauderdale called Yard House that has just a bunch of different beers. And then, so I'll go and I'll just be like, I'm going to drink all the Florida beers today. And then you can try like a flight of just the Florida beers. So right around the corner, I bet you it's going to be, oh, I can have a flight of all the marijuana-infused beers. And then you'll never be able to leave the bar stool because you'll forget where you are. That's right. <laughs> so Hexo, just as a note, um, is trying to develop smoke-free cannabis products. So that's why they're partnering with this. It seems right up their alley sure. to want to do a beverage then. Uh, but yeah, there's, you know, we know why people like to listen to this podcast because they are, there are these interesting opportunities now that for various industries where everybody's going to be trying to get in. So these are two ways. Again, Constellation Brands STZ is the ticker there. And those shares used to be, well, they have been really, really hot. Yeah. And, but uh, year to date shares are now down almost 5%. So a little bit. They were so good. They because. were a Zach's rank number one strong buy forever. Yeah. I remember them popping up on the momentum screen all the time. And uh, and then, you know, eventually that growth kind of subsides and you got to try and find yeah. some EPS somewhere. And for them, they're rolling the dice in the marijuana biz. Yeah. And Molson Coors, uh, cheaper stock here. They have a P cheaper of beer. 14. Wow. <laughs> I don't think that's to do with their P so much. Okay, so that's uh, two ways you can get in these days. And um, I want to switch to the other one that we always used to bring up when we first did this because it was basically the only way right. <laughs> to invest with a public company, and that's Scott's miracle Grow, mm-hmm. And that ticker is SMG. And for those who don't remember, they have a potting soil that you can use to grow marijuana. And they were kind of basically the first one to put that you out said there. potting soil. Well, that's what it is. <laughs> I know, but it's for pot. It's I funny. know. Um, <laughs> but really, it's such a small percentage of the business. You're not you're not really buying into marijuana when you're when no. you're buying the stock. And as people who are in the stock now are feeling some pain because it's down about twenty nine percent year to date now. Yeah, that earnings report back in uh, January, um, they had a beat, and then the bottom dropped. Well, off. yeah, and and this last one. Um, they had the bad weather. It was bad spring weather. And that's when you do put on the lawn care products like, you know, March and April. And they said purchases were down 12% year over year entering May. And then May was outstanding, but it wasn't enough to make up for, you know, what was happening earlier. So everybody's, the stock had a big run up into 2018. And I think, you know, a lot of people are seeming to be cashing in there. But um, not much going on with the marijuana there because, again, it's such a small percentage of the business. So I yeah. think eventually we probably won't even be mentioning Scott's Miracle Grow on this podcast going forward. Well, they did on their last uh, conference call. It looks like they did mention it briefly. They, they answered okay. a question on it. Oh, okay. Um, and as, as they look into 2019, they believe that their cannabis business will, will see some growth again. Okay. So that So maybe they will still make an appearance. So we won't write them off just yet. Well, somebody, you know, some analyst is going to be on the call asking about it. So yeah, uh, this is a Zach's rank number five strong sell now after um, 
what happened this last quarter. So those are the uh, kind of big name ones that we've mentioned in the past. And then let's switch to the pharma area because the medical cannabis is kind of interesting. So last time we talked about GW Pharma mm-hmm. because they were had like an ep- epilepsy use of the cannabis and that ticker is GWPH. But I, I mean, I just look at those earnings which aren't there because <laughs> they're expected to lose $9 this year right. and $5 next year. And yes, this is what happens with pharma companies sure. coming up with new, um, you know, methods and things, but I, I just can't, can't do it with, with what that looks like. What does it look like from a technical side? Like, um, it's broken. Okay. So it dipped underneath its 50 day moving average in late June. Um, then the stock dipped all the way to buck thirty, rallied back up to the fifty day in the middle of July, and then failed again. So it's looking for bids to the downside. So it looks like the next support level could be uh, as low as uh, one hundred five. Okay. It's like I mean, you could draw. I'm sure I could draw a fib from the April low to the May high. Let me do that here while we're. Live in the studio on the fly, Tracy. <laughs> Technical analysis on the fly. Yeah, it's just really hard to invest in a lot of these bio pharmaceuticals that yeah. are coming up with these new um, medicines so, and technologies. So we're at the sixty-one point eight percent retracement of the move from the April lows to the you know late May highs right now. So there could potentially be support here. Um, today's candle looks kind of ugly as it's, uh, dipped down below yesterday's lows. So should it break down here further Then uh, yeah, I think you're looking 105. Okay. So this is an important line in the sand here. Now, if it bounces, then the, uh, 50 day overhead at, uh, 146 is the next target. Okay. And remember, they're going to lose $9 probably this year. Yeah. Per share. And, and it's trading at (laughs) 129.51 right now. Okay. Um, okay, so let's move on to something more exciting and interesting. We've talked about this company, too, on past episodes, so I checked in on it again to see, are they still around, what's happening, because they're very small cap stocks. So it's Innovative Industrial Properties. It's a REIT. The ticker is IIPR. They're headquartered, I think, in San Diego. So now what they do is they target medical use cannabis facilities so they acquire buildings and then they lease them out to cannabis companies that are growing for medical reasons and then they sign them to long-term leases under that and these these companies have to be licensed growers in the states where this has been legalized and they just recently announced they bought a michigan building and um, they have the tenant already in place for that one. And Michigan is one of the largest medical cannabis markets in the country. They have 10 million people who live there. And they passed their Michigan Marijuana Act in 2008. So it's been 10 years. So it's pretty well entrenched there. So this is interesting because as a REIT, it is actually generating income for yeah. its shareholders. And it pays a dividend, which is yielding 3% now. And that's not like that's not chump change. That's a smart, smart way to go about things. Because if you think about it, there's probably a lot of landlords out there who aren't very comfortable right. with leasing their properties to uh, marijuana growers. Yeah. So 
there, there's a lot of great there's a lot of money to be made in the gray area, right? Where you're trying to legitimize something, but yeah. people are too afraid to get in there and do it. And I think this is a perfect example. Just like, you know, a lot of the banks, you know, are having a tough time touching right. the marijuana business still. Right. Um, because they want federal laws to ease up before they do. So then some of the smaller players that can get in the financials there are uh, Yeah. I don't know if Square I well, I could bet you that Square doesn't allow that kind of stuff to happen yet. I don't know. Because they're in their heard. terms and conditions. Yeah. They, yeah, they have restrictions based on what you can and can't do. Right. But uh, this is a small cap, like I said, $224 million market cap. They're reporting earnings on August 10th, so you might want to tune in for that if you're listening to this after August 10th. They will have reported. But their earnings estimates are really interesting, too. So they made $0.67 cents in 2017. They're expected to make one nineteen in 2018, so that's 77% earnings growth. Wow. So that's pretty strong. And then 2019, 264, that's another 121%. So you are kind of getting in when they're very small and, and starting to grow. This is why I love small caps Yeah. because the growth possibilities, it doesn't take that much to really start doubling their earnings growth year after year when you're this this size. And this is a stock that was trading $18 in November of last year. And what's it at now? 33 Okay. It has pulled back this year, though, I think, hasn't it? I think well, year to date it it's got down. All the way up, it got all the way up to 40 Okay. So it looks like right at the beginning of the year it was up over 36 then a really tough retrace back down to 24 then it went to new highs, and that was about well, a few months ago. So that was June. New highs in June close to $40, $38, $38.81 it looks like the high. And then it's come back down 32 and now it's 33 Okay. So, so a little bit of volatility, but yeah. technically this is the dip. Right, right. So. Well, and ahead of earnings, so we'll see what happens on that earnings report. Um, okay, so that's all I've got with the publicly traded U.S. stocks because I'm still not finding much else going on because it's not legal federally, <laughs> nationally in the U.S. And as you as you mentioned, a lot of companies um, are reluctant to get into this area or support it in the infrastructure ways because of the federal outlook on it. But in Canada, as we mentioned, they're going to be legalizing it by 2019. So... What's happening on those Canadian stocks? We've talked about a couple of these before. I know I mentioned Canopy Growth. That's ticker CGC and the right. Toronto Exchange. That's a good one. I remember I was watching the like the the debate in um, in Canada when they were going to do the vote. Yeah, and I'm sitting here listening, you know, to the Canadian Congress or whatever they, I don't know what they call it. Parliament. Yeah, going back and forth. Uh, it was pretty entertaining. Um, if you're into that sort of thing, hearing politicians take their stance and yeah. kind of go back and forth, um, and the outrage that some of them had, you know, <laughs> the right. indignation, it's pretty good stuff. Uh, but overall the stock canopy growth has really been, you know, rocking and rolling. Uh, we, we kind of don't have much data on it. Yeah. So we, we've got it as a number three, but, uh, we're not really getting any love here on the price consensus and EPS surprise chart on Zach's, but it's a stock that, you know, has uh, rallied considerably this year, for sure. Um, another one of the situations where it shot up big in January and then uh, dropped precipitously into March, and then now it's starting to, to rally a little bit again here. Um, and they're in 
basically they do medical medical marijuana in in Canada. Right. And now the beverages possi- possibly. Yeah. So we talked about R&D. that with yeah. um uh, Constellation brands, right? Yeah. And then the other one that I had for you is uh Kronos. Okay. So Kronos is uh kind of like a like an investment fund. You know, that invests in these startups. That's right. Such. What's that ticker? C R O N. Okay. Yeah, so they they don't actually they're not growing the marijuana or any of that. They're putting money into companies that are in the industry. Right. So, um but but I guess, you know, then indirectly, because if you own enough of one of those growers, then, you know. Well, right. For sure. Um then it's all you. Yeah. But uh yeah, th- this has come under pressure recently. Um just kind of stalled the, the bid over $8 just evaporated. And now it's at uh 573. Um so the the volume's starting to dry up a little bit on this too. So this is one of those that might pop up on the radar in the future again, but okay. uh for right now it's kind of uh going going sideways, but really near levels near the the floor that it that it's put in. So you have February lows down around 5 bucks, happened again in April, again in May, and now here we are 573. So historically it's showed you that, you know, around $5 is a decent price level to to peck a little bit of chrono. So this is something you're you're looking at a much more direct of a marijuana play than Scott's Miracle Grow, right? right or some right. of the other names. So expect to get volatility um, with a name like that. And uh, I don't again, just like similar to to Canopy Growth right now. I think we have Chronos as a Zach's rank number three hold. Okay. Um, with uh, you know, not not many, not too many analysts following it. Are they making money? Do you know? I don't think so. Okay. They're looking to lose a penny this year. Okay. But next year. All right. Next year, fifteen cents. They're reporting okay. before the bell on August fourteenth. Okay. Um, nothing on the earnings ESP here. So, and again, you'll get this with companies that you know don't have a ton of analysts that are following it. Um, this is where doing your own due diligence can really help, right? Right. If you really dig in there, because there's not a lot of people paying attention to it, that you can find some gems, right? For sure. Some uh, some nuggets. What What else do you have? I thought you brought another one. Aurora Cannabis. Okay. A C B F F. Now, this is a much smaller company. These guys are over-the-counter, Tracy. Uh-oh. Over-the-counter. So be very careful. Yeah, that sounds a little crazier. So be careful. But $4.74 is a stock that got up to 12 Okay. Um, when you see that, again, Yeah. beware, right? Investor, beware. Do more research on it. We don't even have a Zach's rank on it. Okay. So... I would say put it on your radar. Don't put it in your portfolio until there's more coverage. <laughs> yeah. It's more legitimized. I try to stay away from the over-the-counter stuff. Yeah, me too. So, but okay. just something to have you on your radar there in the future. Um, Aurora Cannabis, and they do medical marijuana in Canada also, and cannabis oil and that kind of stuff. Okay. Based in Vancouver. All right. So, um where where do you think this industry is headed, like the stocks in it, I guess? Because we have been talking about it for a while now. And I would have thought maybe it might have calmed down, like that, oh, it was kind of a fad thing. Oh, the pot stocks, yay. But it doesn't seem to be. People the still pot, love them. 
I think the pot stocks gave way to the crypto talk. It did for a while, I feel. Um, Because that was kind of the the people who talked about pot stocks or the ones who talked about crypto. And then now they're not talking so much about crypto. No. Now they're talking about the good old days. Um, Online poker. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, so I I think uh, a more liberal administration here in the U.S. would uh, open that door here more. And then we would have another sort of frenzy like they're having up in Canada. I think it's funny that all of these sort of trends evolve in Canada first. The more, you know, so the same thing's happening with crypto where they've got their more crypto stocks up there. It's like I think the listing requirements are a little bit lower over there in Toronto than they are in New York. Um, But you start to see these trends kind of um, develop up there and then they they translate through to down here. So I think that uh, there's still plenty of room for growth. You don't know who's going to be the Coca-Cola of, you know, the marijuana business. Um, So that's going to work itself out. But we need to have more acceptance here in the U.S. before anything like that happens. So these trends take a while to develop. So just be patient and uh, don't buy it with your today money or your tomorrow money, but your 10 years out money. Yeah, that's good advice, especially in these kinds of industries. Yeah. You know. And and you don't don't think that you're smarter than everybody and you're going to pick the one. Right. You got to pepper it around a little bit. Um, there's, uh, do they have? Do they have? Do they have like a marijuana ETF that you can? There mess is with? one. Um, yes, Nina and I have talked about it on this podcast in the past. Tell me another great ticker, like, like I don't remember now what it is. But there's been um, some issues about whether how long it might trade. I think it still is though, because. Again, like the financials that have to underwrite the ETF are concerned yeah. because of the federal issues with it, <laughs> Right. basically. Wasn't it like hemp or something like that? Um, I, I don't know. I don't remember now. Okay. Well, because- yeah. So so they're not as brazen to come out here and say... Brazen is my word of the day, by the way. I used it in, okay. the, uh, in the video. Um, as... Uh, as to name it, you know, the marijuana ETF. So instead they have alternative harvest ETF. Oh, that's right. Right? Yeah. And then the global <laughs> fertilizers and potash ETF and the vice ETF. Oh, yeah. That's the other I remember one. Remember that that's one. That's right. Well, I think they have the same problem we have. If they actually wanted a marijuana ETF and to call it that, there's simply not enough companies to put in there. Where is Eric Dutram when we need him? I know. I but know. I've I've talked with him about this issue too there just aren't enough so they have to do the vice kind of thing or so the top 10 holdings in vice right now yeah. right you got boston beer company okay sam adams uh-huh. which i think is a virtue not a vice uh <laughs> abv okay but abv is a, a marijuana thing they have okay. a medical constellation brands you already talked yes. about that turning point brands we're not sure who that is RCI Hospitality Holdings. Tell me that's Rick's Cabaret. Is that the it old is. Rick's Cabaret? I think so. Yes. That's got to be it the is. old Rick's Cabaret. I'm pretty sure. I'm kind of sad they took away the name. It was a fantastic name. Yeah. Like what was Not a great stock. I know. Um, at the, Well, maybe, know, maybe it's great now. You know when everybody bought Rick's Cabaret? During the Great Recession. Because they said, sure, if anything holds there. up, we're still going to go to the Cabarets. But you, it, you it, are. they actually did, didn't do that great during it. Uh, <laughs> so apparently, even that, even that fell. Where do we? I, now I gotta see our Zach's rank on uh, our RCI Hospitality Holdings, not Rick's formerly Rick's right. Cabaret. Although maybe they'll go back. You know who flip flopped on me? Who? Cleveland Cliffs. 
Remember? Yeah. It was Cleveland Cliffs, and then it was Cliffs Natural Resources, and now we're Cleveland oh. Cliffs again, right? Oh. They're flipping and flopping on us. Maybe Tracy. Philip Morris will be back before we know it, instead of Altria. Right? <laughs> um, so Rick's Cabaret, or Rick's RCI Hospitality right. Holdings. I got an email from them once. They were yeah. very upset that I called well, them yeah, Rick's Cabaret. Well, yeah, they have the new name now. Yeah. Um, Zach's ranked number three hold. Okay. So. Who else is on there? What else? Was that it? Um, those were the good ones. Let's okay. see. Philip Morris International. Oh. oh, okay. So the international. <laughs> uh, Brown Foreman Corporation. Okay. That's tobacco too, I think. Oh, big tobacco. Yeah. Altria. Catalent. I don't know what that is, but that sounds oh, great. Yeah. Catalent. Maybe it's Catalent. Catalent. It's C-A-T-A-L-E-N-T. Catalent or Catalent. I don't know. Look it up. I just found a new stock. I love it. <laughs> this is a cool part about uh, being involved in the stock market. You find all sorts of cool new things. Yeah, you would think we would we would know most of these companies, but no. How could you? There's Zach's covers 4,400 companies, like innovative industrial properties. That was a good one, Tracy. That Nobody was a good knows find. that one. <laughs> that was uh, okay. So this has got to be uh, another with drugs. Oh, it is. Yeah. Okay. So oh, they're man, doing with some a name of... like that. I was actually really excited yeah, to see I what that might have be... been, yeah. especially in this Vice ETF. Right. Yeah, it's boring. Okay. Um, but yeah, there's. So if you want all the vices, that's a way you could. Um, but you will get these big drug pharmaceuticals too, which might not be a bad thing, I guess, buying that ETF. But yeah, you have to know what you're buying when you buy all these because there's not many pure play marijuana right. plays. They're but, out there. They're out there. Yeah. But um, and and we're getting more every time we do this episode. So so let's recap the the tickers again for those of you who are interested in both the U.S. and the Canadians. So on the U.S. side, we had Molson Coors, which is TAP T A P Constellation Brands again S T Z. The innovative industrial properties. The REIT is I I P R. We had GW Pharma, that's GWPH. Scott's Miracle Grow is SMG. And then on the Canadian side, Canopy Growth, CGC, Kronos Group, C R O N, and Aurora Cannabis, A C B F F. And I'm sure we'll be adding more to this list the next time we do this episode. It probably won't be, well, maybe in the new year, 2019. You might wait a little bit, see if more things develop. But maybe towards the end of the year, we'll be covering pot again, unless something happens. There's breakouts or something. You never know. Yeah. Something sprouts, then we will be covering it again. So be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. You can get us on Apple Podcasts, of course. We're on Spotify now. And you can also subscribe over on SoundCloud. So be sure to get us so you don't miss any more of our pot episodes. And I'll see you again next week with some more stock picks.